1: It's time for the B-A-Q-A-A, mm. the B A Q A with the B A. Q A with Mandy. the B A. Q A with Tiffany. The B A Q A. Hey, Mandy. Back in the soup. Happy New Year. What? Back in the Happy stew. New Year's. Ah, oh, don't you hate that. Take that Happy nestle.
0: New Year's. <laughs> I don't, because I'm a Southern gal. And <laughs> that's how. If say. you add an S to the end, it means that you like it more. Okay? <laughs> Aldis walmart (laughs) Belk's, kroger's yes and whatever but i'm very excited to be back for baqa and just makes me feel connected to our ba fam so much
1: yes if you have questions that need some answers know this Mm -hmm. that we are not your attorneys we're not your doctor we're not your mechanic we're not even your mama or cousin, but we are your favorite beautiful brown internet besties mm-hmm. who are pretty smart. And although we are smart, we want you to take our advice with a small screen of salt and then lean into the people that you pay for advice, okay? Mm-hmm. It's for entertainment purposes only, okay?
0: Absolutely. Yes. And speaking of BA fam, I have to shout out the listener who recognized me at the Atlanta airport and just yes. like Humblebred. Ew.
1: Ew. It's
0: usually Tiffany, <laughs> no, but... She was so nice. And I forgot her name because I was really stressed at that time. She, she she reached out right after the TSA security. If you go Aww. through the TSA with two children, you know, you're a little haggard. <laughs> but anyway, that was so sweet. Hi, if you're listening.
1: So, but if you have questions, honestly, you can go to brownambitionpodcast.com. There's like a, like a contact us button there. Slide into the DMs on IG, Brown Ambition Podcast. Yep. The BA Podcast on Twitter. You could tweet us. Um, or email us at brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. I'm
0: okay. ready. To, I'm kind of ready to say, just go to IG. I'm ready to <laughs> okay. give them fewer options. Okay, Are you, do, should we just, I mean,
1: I'm, I'm open, girl. Should we decide to, that? We, we could decide that. You can slide into our DMs on IG. That's what that's DMs what is
0: the best. Yeah, IG, okay. Brown Ambition Podcast um, on IG. It's easy. It's one thing to remember. And our um, admin, Lauda will appreciate that. Yeah,
1: all right. So All right. first question, we're going to actually do um, a mix up. So we answer career questions, business questions, money questions. I'm going to read this money question, but then I think, man, do you have a career question today?
0: I do. A very juicy one. I'm very excited. Okay.
1: So this is from Queen over on IG. Hello ladies. I am desperate for some advice. I have some credit card debt that is making me lose sleep. My husband and mm-hmm. I have not, are um and I have not are not making enough money, are not been making enough money, and sometimes we spend too much. I'm wondering if we should save from our third checks, I'm not really sure what she means by that, or pay down the credit card debts um, that now have exorbitant interest rates. Okay, she's wondering if she should save or pay down debt, okay. Paying the debt now, um, though, would mean we would have to use our credit card to pay down um, on a used car next year. We're trying to get a second job. Okay. So queen, it's sounding like one, you have a lot of credit card debt that is stressing you out. Um, Two, it sounds like you feel like you might not be making enough money um, and you have this car lease that's up next year. And you're wondering, should you save Uh, because you have to get another car when this car lease goes up or should you put that money toward the credit card debt? Because you feel like- If I put down the money on this credit card debt, we don't have enough money to save. We're still going to have to get into debt to buy a car. That's what it's all sounding like. Okay. So queen, first things first, it sounds like, and this is no judgment, that some of, to your own admission, the credit card debt that you find yourself in is not for just day-to-day living, you know, because you shared that, like, um, you've kind of like overspent, You know, Um, and that happens, you know, sometimes, you know, we don't always um, 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 exercise the full control that we have over our credit cards. So it sounds like you might need to just say, you know, we need to cut out the usage of these credit cards because it's going to be very difficult to pay off credit cards if we are, if you're currently using those credit cards. So unless you're using credit cards for like necessities, like groceries or medicine or things you absolutely need, and I probably honestly will cut my credit cards up. I would go yeah. as far as to call the credit card company to say lost my card or would like for you to change the number on my credit card so they're not saved on your computer and your phone like I'm sure they are currently.
0: Ooh, that's smart. Yeah, that's what uh, I need to do. You know,
1: because Lord knows we all have a saying. It's just right there, child. I lost it. Give me scan.
0: Don't Ryan, mind give me another do. number.
1: It Face be ID letter. login. Well, yes, thank you. For real. <laughs> So that's one. I definitely would like, you know, to stop credit card usage if it's possible, if you're, if you're not using it for things that are necessary. So that's one. Two, um, um, although, you know, uh, savings, it, you know, is, is great. Unfortunately, I'm assuming when you said exorbitant interest rates that you have double digits interest rates. So whenever you're deciding whether to save or pay down debt, one of the things that should lead that decision is where, what does the interest look like? So if you put your money and you save it into a savings account, the most interest you're probably going to earn right now is like what, 4% give or take. But I'm sure your interest rates for your credit card debt, 20, maybe even 30%. So if the credit cards are costing you 20% and savings is only going to make you 4%, then you're probably going to want to put more money toward paying down that debt because it's costing you, it's, that debt is so expensive that it's costing you whatever savings you would have saved. Um, so I would focus most of my time and energy, certainly set aside a little something for for emergencies, but most, like if I had a hundred dollars, I might do like $20 savings, $80 credit card debt, that kind of like uh mix because your credit card debt is just costing you so, 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 so much. Um, and getting a second job, you know, might not be a bad idea, but before you get a second job, I want you to sit down and look at your budget to see like, do we actually make enough to cover what we need to cover? Because I would hate for you to take on additional work when really it's a matter of budgeting, you know? So I would sit down and look at my budget and ask myself like, okay, like the, um, the amount of money that we're making, you know, based upon like what we have to spend to maintain our lives, there's actually enough money here. It might be. And if not, then certainly you can look at, you know, um, um looking at additional income. And then my last final thing is, is that like, I shared this on the, on the Wednesday show is that, This year, I have my annual Live Richer Challenge. It starts January 14th, but sign up for the free challenge ends January. No, it starts January 15th, Monday, but sign up ends January 14th. And so I encourage you and anybody who has any credit issues, um, Queen, to go to LRC Credit, LRCCredit.com and sign up for the challenge. We already have 300,000 people plus signed up. You will not be alone. There will be other people struggling with credit. Week one, you learn how is your credit even calculated? Week two, how to grow and um, your credit score. And week three, how to maintain credit so you never find yourself in this position again. It's totally free. It's a three-week like email course. It comes with an app that's free as well um, that we just built. Um, and so I think that's going to help you as you navigate your credit journey so you find yourself not in this position again. So lrccredit.com, the link will be in the show notes. But I wish you well, queen. Anything I forgot, Mandy, for that advice?
0: Get thee to the library and get Tiffany's book and her workbook. Is your workbook <laughs> going to be in the library?
1: Um, yeah, wait holes in the library too. Mm-hmm.
0: You know when I'm writing at my library, I just I, I work on the nine the nonfiction floor or near that section, and I just stroll over to the business section sometimes, and I say hi, Tiv.
1: Oh, really? Oh, that's so, <laughs> thing crazy. Is so cool I, that
0: you're in the library.
1: Right? <laughs> I used to live in the library as a kid. Like yes, I love go back. Libraries are yes, amazing. They are amazing.
0: Ugh. Um, yeah, I, I my thing is with the car. Um, and credit card debt at, this, at the end of the day, even though it makes sense on paper to pay down credit card debt and that sounds good and save and all that, but you need a good car, you know? So yeah. um, especially like, you know, most working people, the car is the, in this country, it's like the way uh, to get to the to the opportunity mm-hmm. to make the money. Mm-hmm. So um, I would just say, make sure you're getting safe transportation. Um, and sometimes safety comes before logic and mm-hmm. Credit card bills. Um, you know, and if you're in a situation where you might need to like consolidate debt if it's too much, if you're in over your head, you know, look for ways to consolidate debt, do a balance transfer to make it a little bit less cumbersome, make it less stressful, less expensive, help you kind of tackle it. But um, you gonna yeah, like I agree with Tiff. And I think the thing with budgeting that's so scary when you have that kind of debt is like emptying out the drawer and looking yeah. at all the stuff that's in it. Oof. I think, yeah. That's that's going to be the hard part. But lock arms with your partner and do it together Mm -hmm. because you ain't going to get out of this. You're doing it. You're getting into the hole together, but you're not going to get out without being together Mm -hmm. um, if you're not both on the same page. So I wish you so much luck. And yeah, thank you for that question.
1: Real quick. So the National Foundation of Credit Counseling, NFCC.org. They're a great nonprofit that help walk people through. Like, if you really need the extra, extra hand holding, consider mm-hmm. them as well. They they have um, nonprofit partners around the country, so you would go to NFCC.org and you would um, find one in the closest area to you. So, if you kind of need to sit with a credit counselor, that you'll be, you know, you'll be able to work with a credit counselor there too. So, good luck to you, Queen.
0: Thank you, Queen. Should we take a quick break and be right back with my... You're going to love this question. Um, (laughs) See you in a bit. Okay, BA fam, we are back. And I am so excited to give you guys an update. If you've been listening to the show the last, I don't know, few months, you might have heard back in the fall when we took a question from someone who wanted to be anonymous. So we called her Crossroads. At the time, Crossroads was looking for a job for over a year and said that she left her full-time job due to racial incidents um um you know proliferated by her supervisor is that the right word proliferated Man done so. her supervisor was racist and <laughs> colleagues left her feeling unsafe um, she had over a decade of full-time work experience um remember, and currently Yeah, and currently she's a full-time PhD student um, and she's been working as a graduate assistant to make ends meet. Now she's getting back into the job market and feeling like not only is she um, having trouble getting an offer... But because she's, you know, a PhD graduate assistant, she's finding the pay is not matching her level of experience. And she was really trying to um, find a position. So her ultimate question is that should she find roles in her current field, um, the field that she had left because of the toxicity, or make a career switch and rebuild? Now, uh, we're in the future now. And Crossroads sent me an update. Okay. First, she said, thank you to our advice. I guess we we responded to two of her questions. Um, and she said, I took your advice and I leaned into my network as I hadn't for quite some time in my search. To my surprise, a lot of folks didn't know I was looking for a job since I'm still in school. They were very helpful and I yielded several leads. I landed an interim role in a different field that lasted for two months through the end of this year, 2023. It was a great opportunity. I learned a lot in a short period of time and it even sparked an entrepreneurial flame that I plan to invest in within the coming year. 2024 now has come with a bang. Ooh. I receive, mm-hmm, I have received two job offers yes. within the first days, first few days of the new year. Both are what I spent specifically prayed for and I'm immensely grateful. My experience on the long-term job search has taught me so much about myself and given me clarity on my career path moving forward. Thank you so much for both your answers and support for afar. You made me feel seen and understood during a time when I felt just the opposite. May God continue to bless you both. Your work on Brown Ambition is a ministry. This is the best part. (laughs) Signed, no longer at a crossroads. Oh my
1: gosh, you make me cry.
0: That is the best. Oh, it's the best, and I, I just love stories like this yes. because the long road does have an end. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? She was looking for a job for so long. A lot of people are, especially yeah. when you're, especially when you're at a certain level in your career where what you're looking for is yes. rarer, and that's what I have to tell people: like adjust expectations. It's going to take a while, yes. um, but that's just. Mm thank you. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. So proud of you.
1: So is that normal? Cause I, I had a friend who got, got um his master's super smart, you know, had great jobs. um, And then it took six months. They were like, oh. wait, what's going on? So is that like, that's not name? even that bad. Really? Cause I was going to say that, you know, before, you know, prior to this, you know, three, four months, maybe, but like, so is that yeah. typical that kind of like the higher you get in your career, the more education you get that like re- replacing that job that that you're seeing people take six months or longer to find a replacement?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I don't want to paint with a broad brush, but okay. I would say if you are someone who's um, yes, you have a particular skill set. And, um, you know, depending on changes by industry, some industries, if you hit it at the right moment, they're really hiring and jobs are plentiful. We kind Mm -hmm. of all went through that in 2021 Mm -hmm. and now we're leveling out. The job market is really strong right now, but people don't really feel that way because it's taking a little bit harder, a little bit longer to find jobs, not a little bit, a lot of bit longer to find jobs. It feels like there's fewer of them out there, even though job numbers are still exceeding expectations. And the reason is why this is kind of what a normal job market Feels like okay. um, I looked up this data for my book because I'm still doing that, um, <laughs> writing a book. And I think the the average there's a there's a stat. The average. Let me let me just look it up real quick. Okay, so this is a stat I just cited in my book. <laughs> coming to a library and bookstore near you <laughs> at some point in the future. I don't know. I got to write it first. How long it actually takes to find a job is about five months. Really? Yes, that's on okay. average. Okay, so I think it's not to deter people from you know being on the lookout, but this is. I do know the trick. As Crossroads has found, um, of speeding up that timeline, Mm -hmm. working your network at all times. And I find that people who shelter in school, or not shelter in school, but they're going back to school, they're getting an MBA, they're getting a PhD, they're doing a certificate program. It feels like you're doing a thing for your career when Mm -hmm. you're in school. And you are. You are elevating your skills, you're making yourself more attractive as a job candidate. But the worst thing you can do is also not engage with your network and keep mm-hmm. them engaged the minute that crossroads we just heard from her yeah. opened her mouth and said to her yep. network i am looking for work mm-hmm. she had a decade of a decade of experience it's coming back to me not what i said to her at the time like with a decade of experience you met so many people across that mm-hmm. timeline mm-hmm. they need to know that they can help you that yeah. you're looking for a ha- a help and um yeah so i would just say to anyone who's facing or, um, you know, thinking about quitting or pivoting into a new field or, um, you know, you've been let go, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, three to six months, I feel like Mm. is a safe, that's why they say three to six months of your income, save it. But, um, if you want the cheat code, the only cheat code I can think of when it comes, it ain't your resume. Mm. It sometimes isn't even the skills that you can attain. It is making great relationships yes. over the course of your career, investing in them like seeds, seeds that you don't plan to sow until you absolutely need it. And yeah. there's no. And, and that's how yeah. he got
1: his job. He, one of his, one of his literally like uh, elementary well, school go. friends, like was like, wait a minute, I didn't know. Okay. And then put in a good yeah. word. And, you know, cause we don't think that we think that yeah. like,
0: you know, I apply. You think we're and, all out here working hard and yes. pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's BS. <laughs> yes,
1: people putting a good word in for you is so critical. So yeah, that's yeah. I'm so happy, Crossroads. Honestly, we and honestly, I want to, I would love the <sighs> AFAM if you did that more. That if we answered a question for you, or even if we didn't answer a question directly, let's just say you listened and you heard some advice and it applied to your situation. We'd mm-hmm. love an update if we answered your questions, or we would just love, um, uh, hey, that thing you told that other person it worked for me too, and here's how because I think it's great for people to hear that. You know, they're not alone. And then, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel. So
0: every tunnel. Okay. I do want to get to this new question because I can't wait. I can't wait for your update email because this one just made me chuckle. So the first thing you got to know is this comes from someone who wants us to call him budget bro. Okay. That's right, (laughs) Tiffany. A bro. (laughs) budget bro says and this hello ladies he says i need to get with kevin and work out the details lol if y'all are you know i don't even know if you have to be an ogba listener but kevin is our favorite kevin was a male listener i mean he is still a male uh (laughs) listener who we had him on the show because he used to write in the most incredible questions um starting with his wife and his Mm -hmm. advice for her About her career which we had to set him straight on but i just love that budget bro has listened and wants to be besties with kevin because Mm -hmm. (laughs) based on his question i think they would get along just fine all right budget bro says i'm 31 i work in the chemical refining industry as an analyst at an amazing company in louisiana i make about 135 a year but i can add 20k to that and make 155 thousand, $155,000 a year with overtime. Mm -hmm. Right now I'm married. We have two toddlers. Oh, God bless. (laughs) I don't have any debt aside from student loans. We own a home. I'm leaning in. He says, I am leaning into my middle-aged suburban dad era and I am excited. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I love you budget bro. He says, my site has a specialist role that I applied for. It combines my skills as an analyst with more of the operations day-to-day tasks. I'm excited because I feel like it's a segue into raising through the ranks with the company. And the role that I am in now is often seen as a really cushy retirement role. So people just don't quit it. This new role is in the same department, but it's more in the project management side. Um, However, this would mean a pay cut to about $120,000 and I wouldn't be eligible to For overtime. Mm -hmm. So just to get back with the numbers, he's making 135 K base, he can get up to 155 K if he does overtime, this would be going down to 120 K base. But here's the thing about the new role. The new role is a four day work week, no nights, no weekends. Right now, he's doing shift work, which is a mix of days and nights, 12-hour mm-hmm. shifts, and about total about 15 days a month. So mm-hmm. he's going to be going from that to a four-day work week if he takes this pay cut.
1: Okay. And you got two babies at home.
0: Baby and two babies. toddlers okay. at home. Okay. Okay. He says, the money isn't really the issue as we are living below our means as it is. Okay. I have also been able to get a lot of schoolwork done dur- during my 10 to 14 days off a month as well as when I work nights. I would like to start an MBA program in the spring. And the new role would cut into that, um, the time that he has. Okay. Oh, I I missed this part right now. He's working like 15 days a month, but they are 12 hour shifts, a mix of day and nights. Okay. So he's going from like an unusual hardcore schedule. That's like fewer days a month. This would be more of like, like a, you know, all day, normal work day, but for four days a week, he says, what should I do? Should I take this new role that would allow me to be home nightly with my wife and kids Mm. or wait until I'm done with my MBA and apply for another role? Then I'm torn. Thank you. Budget bro.
1: Oh, well, on the career side, you know, that's not my specialty, but I am a specialist on living life. Cause I'm living.
0: Um, You know stuff about career (laughs) too.
1: (laughs) No. So here's what I always ask myself when like, Met with like a decision that has kind of like sometimes competing um outcomes, I ask myself, pushing all that aside what is it that I desire with my for my life what is my desired outcome? who do I see myself as what is it what do I want and so mm-hmm. it might be you might say something like i want to be a present father, I want to be um you know i don't know like for example, when we were kids, my dad got his masters, his MBA in economics or in finance, and then his bachelor's in, in in economics or finance. Right, so he really wanted professionally to like be on the stock market, like you know. But then my mom had one girl, two girls, three girls, five girls, hmm. and he had to make a decision based upon who did he actually want to be. Certainly, he wanted to be a stockbroker and make a ton of money, but he really also because he didn't have a present father. He wanted to be a present father. And so instead, he took finance jobs that were nine to five, ended up being like the CFO for a small nonprofit and then the CEO of that small nonprofit. Um, And it didn't pay nearly as much because as nonprofits are opt not to do. But my dad used to take us to school in the morning, used to pick us up from school because he got out at a reasonable time. He was super hands-on, almost two i I'm like, damn, daddy, can I breathe? Right? <laughs> but he made that decision because he said with all these girls, he wanted to make sure they had a strong male figure in his life. And he decided that that des- desired outcome outweighed the desired outcome for more money. So certainly we were, because of that, you know, sometimes life was a little rough because it was expensive raising five kids. So for you, Kevin, it's not Kevin. Who is this? What's this? um, This is Budget
0: Bro. For you, Budget (laughs) Bro,
1: it's not really the job thing. You have to decide what is my ultimate desired outcome for my life. And then you align work to it. You don't decide what work is and then align your life to it. And if you do that, you know, Mm -hmm. my dad doesn't regret um, picking us, you know, the kids, you know, because as a result, you know. You know, we were we're all like well loved, looked after, you know, we we were able to have a very present father. And the truth is, I am the budgetista as a result of the education my father gave me about personal finance. There wouldn't be no budgetista, imagine. Had he chosen the stock market and more money, you know, certainly Mm -hmm. I would be a girl with a lot more money but not the knowledge that he imparted on me because he was physically here. So that's what I just say Mm -hmm. is that choose from that place and then align your job decisions and back to school with the life and how you want to show up as a man, you know, so...
0: I love that advice. I, I agree. I think, um you know, when I got your question, Budget Bro, I thought I went back and reread it because I wanted to see, is this something that you have already applied for? Do you have an offer? And you just say that you have applied. What I like about, you know, what, what I would typically say is like, wait until you've got an option before you consider, consider it like don't hem and haw. Like you don't have to figure out what you would do. I'm glad that you went ahead and applied for it because I think a lot of people will just wait and think, well, should I, what if, what if, and I'm like, just apply. So you have something to like something real to compare to like an actual real live, um, concrete option that you can choose between rather than just the idea. So you're getting your MBA, you're going to put in your, you know, you're going to put your hat in the ring for this position. If you get it, uh, here's what I will say to you there's no wrong answer here. You can take the position. And I feel like in your field, you have highly specialized skills. You're going to get an MBA. You, you said that you're, you know, this, this job that you're doing now is more like, you know, shift work. And it's, it sounds to me almost like you're a day laborer in the job. I know that you're not a day laborer, but just as like a, you know, as a, um, analogy, like sort of like a day laborer, you're paid for your time, and for the specific skill that you have. And this like more management type operations, project management type role that could lead down, you know, a career path with more avenues and more branches on that tree. That makes a lot of sense. Um, And if you want to pursue that, I feel like you should, you're only 31, go try it out. And then here's the thing that you have to think about, like, okay, so what if I don't like it? What if four day work weeks, you know, I think I get more time with my kids, but actually I preferred only working half a month, even though they were really rigorous shifts, you get to try it out and then you can compare. And I feel like because of your unique skill set, you can always go back to doing that. 15 hour, five, sorry, 15 day, like more, um, you know, the, the overtime, the hourly work that you were doing before. I don't think you need to, it doesn't mean that if you choose this path, it has to be the forever path. Um, but I do feel like you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you didn't um, take on a new opportunity and try something different and get that experience. Um, and like you said, you're. I, I like that you're thinking about your career with the company that you're at. You love where you work. You, I mean, you got this great um, foundation for your life, I think you can afford to try something a little bit different. Um, and I would say if you and again, this goes back to what I was saying about Crossroads and other career pivoters when you're getting an MBA, I don't want you to wait until you get that degree Mm. to then start looking for other opportunities. This could be a great way for you to get some project management experience while pursuing your MBA. And then when you graduate, you don't have to go find a job if you want to do project management work and start from scratch. Like they can say, well, you've got this great MBA, but do you have any project management experience? Mm. Because that is what very narrow-minded recruiters and hiring managers will do when they get resumes. Um, But you can have that experience, you know, on your resume. And that can be not only, you know, a way to make you a more attractive candidate, but um, it can also give you an opportunity to make connections with people, build relationships through your program, um, you know, with hiring managers, recruiters that can serve you down this, you know, long, fruitful career that you're, you know, building for yourself. Um, so I just want to give you permission to try it out and see what happens. Hopefully your partner, your wife <laughs> agrees with me because she's <laughs> involved in this too. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And whatever you do, even though you're, you know, it would be a pay cut. I know you, you acknowledge that, but time is something you just can't get back. Yes. And having just white knuckled my way through seven months without <laughs> consistent childcare, I wouldn't recommend it, but I kept doing it. I don't know why. Um, it's it's hard, uh, but you have to like what I think about all the time is you. I'm not going to get an opportunity like this again to be around mm-hmm. my newborn, my baby, my infant, and my yeah. and be there for drop off and pick up with my son. And although homeboy, I just told dad today his dad. I was like, um. My husband, I was like, we're going to add an hour to Rio's pickup time because I'm really enjoying this. Be at home. He got mommy at 4 p.m., but let's try five. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, that time is really great. And your kids will change. Your kids will grow. They're going to need you less. And then maybe you can change your schedule according to that. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I love what Tiff, you said about like building the career around the life that you have now and just know that it can change um, you're in charge of it. So you mm-hmm. can change, um, you know, you change your mind down the line and make a different choice depending on what your family needs and what you need, yeah. um, moving forward. But
1: life goes by in such a flash, you know,
0: like ugh, literally, if you're did, lucky. You see
1: the, did you see the, um, the Kev, Kev on stage? He was like, cause I guess his son is going to college. He was like, the baby, you know, lifts their head, holds their bottle, burps, crawls and then they're in college
0: you're like what the hell (laughs) don't say that i know (laughs) i'm in an an ongoing argument with maria with my oldest who's four is you're not going to grow up he's i'm like i'm not letting you eat vegetables (laughs) have some candy i'm not letting you grow up here's the candy you want junk food here you go french fries you're not going to get any bigger with these it works he's like no mommy i have you know i have to grow up you know i have to get bigger oh Oh, man i'm like "Mm -mm." so you really want to lean in and enjoy
1: you know, and then, yeah, because one day, you know, your your kid is a, a teenager and then older and grown. And so, no, I just think that, yeah, I mean, and, and that's just advice for everyone. And this is advice I'm trying my hardest to lean into myself is to determine the life that I want and to make everything else fit professionally to make it fit. You know, sometimes, you know, obviously you have to make some concessions and that's normal, you know, but I don't want to be led by the business and the career and the, you know, like that, that's the only place I make decisions from. I've done that. And although it's led to certainly a significant amount of success, but also a significant amount of stress, you know, I always think to myself, like, you know, you want success, but how will it meet you? Healthy, happy, whole, or stressed, like not even able to enjoy it, not being able to even physically enjoy it because you're in such a bad state. And so, Um, Yeah, so we wish you well, budget bro. You know, bros, any other bros, you can write in. We don't bite.
0: We're gonna start a little club. I <laughs> know. You and Kevin. This is you know, when I bet Budget Bro found out about us the same way Kevin did, probably just like being wife. in the car while his wife was listening <laughs> to Brown Ambition. Yes. Um smart. I know you guys are listening. I, I know. know you are. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, it's like when guys watch like, you know, you're like your show with you. I know how they... was he was ro- he was bopping his head to the Taylor Swift exactly. <laughs> concert movie. He right? sure was.
1: And then I when you had, I remember Jarrell used to be like, wait. So what happened on Love and Hip Hop? That's crazy. I'm like, I thought you didn't watch that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. especially at work, when people talked about it, he would try to get like updates. Like, okay, so wait, what happened? I'm like, who are you trying to impress at work? So you act like you probably of the know. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. So, all right, y'all. This is the B A Q A, and we hope that you enjoyed. And certainly, you can slide into our DMs on IG, IG. if you have questions. Brand and Vision Podcast. Um, and please share. You know, this is the year of sharing. Um, if you love Brown Ambition, and we know that you do, don't keep it to yourself. Share this episode. Um, if you ever hear a question that's answered, you're like, my best friend just asked me about that. Share it with him, her. Um, yeah, that we are. Leave we don't us a be review. A, yes, we don't want to be a best kept secret. Y'all want to send us any open. Christmas
0: gifts, holiday gifts? So <laughs> the best gift you can give us <laughs> is your love and a rating and a review on yes. Apple Podcasts. Yes. And like Tiffany said, share it, tag us, spread the love. Eight years and still going, baby. I know.
1: love it. All right, y'all. Until next week. Bye-bye. How do we end the show again? Just bye.
0: Bye.